Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! All right, well. Should we jump in? Sure. All right. Hello, dear Hello. listener. Welcome to... The Feeney Call. The Girls Room. All right. I always <laughs> want to say it every time. Every time. Um, That's been like maybe the fourth or fifth time that we've made that joke. I know. I know. I, I always want to do it. Oh. Anyway, let's talk about our trash 90s sitcom. <laughs> anyway, I actually really like this episode. Yeah. it's an, I, was, I, I was mixed on it. I, I think I really like it, but I also think I might hate it. I don't know. <laughs> interesting. All right. Well, I'm very interested to hear that. But before we do that, I have a little trivia for us, and then we should do a recap. Sure. This is season three, episode three. Uh, the title is What I Meant to Say. All uh, right. What's your trivia? So in Girl Meets World, season two, episode four, Girl Meets Pluto, Corey opens a time capsule that was buried in Mr. Feeney's backyard and revealed that he put in the jacket that he gives to Topanga in this episode. Aww. So if any of you watch Girl Meets World and you're just now doing a Boy Meets World episode, this is the jacket. And this is like the significance of that and why everyone, of course... Probably went, ah when mm -hmm. he pulled the jacket out of Cute. the time capsule. I truly don't remember a lot of Girl Meets World episodes. No, so me I'm neither. just like, I'm going on pure facts at this point and just sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. So anyway. Is it my turn? It's my turn, right? Yes. Okay. Here we yes. go. I'll put my clock on. And go. Corey and Topanga are at Chubby's playing games, and Corey tells Topanga that I love you. Topanga says, oh, okay, let's go. Uh, the next day at school, Corey tells Sean that Topanga, that he told Topanga I love you. Sean says that Corey's ruined everything for everybody in the school. Then Topanga later comes and breaks up with Corey after Sean gives him some terrible advice. Uh, meanwhile, Turner is trying to get Eli hired at school. Eli gets hired to be the media arts teacher. Eli and Corey have a heartfelt moment at Chubby's. Corey goes to get the jean jacket and be honest with Topanga, and Topanga says that she loves him too. Yay! That was actually pretty good. I watched this one like an hour ago. It's still real fresh. <laughs> oh my god, same. So what'd you learn? Well, I think I learned a lot in this episode. Um, okay. The, the obvious thing they want us to take away here is some, is about kind of like honesty being the best policy, right? And that the, yeah. if you're honest, then you can never have anything to be sorry for because you were honest. Sure. Right. And, and that you uh, need to, to, to lead with honesty and you should seek honesty from others um, and, and to not just accept See, there's, there's a lot here, right? Because mm -hmm. there's, like, this whole emotional honesty kind of thing to be said. And Eli's yeah. also talking about, like, journalistic honesty and integrity. Uh, we see we see how the honesty is affecting Eric and his yeah. his relationship by being dishonest with Christy there. Mm -hmm. um, and so so clearly this is a it's an interesting, like, this big I love you episode that's really about honesty uh in relationships i think is kind of the the key here yeah and that if you remain honest in your relationship then you've done all you can do i think really is like the most you can do yeah. is be honest with your partner i feel like it's one giant umbrella of like be honest and like search for the truth and find truth and share truth and then there are all these like little pockets of like examples littered throughout this episode yeah 
So, and different like ways to apply this lesson, obviously through like Eric and Corey and Sean and Eli and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would no, agree it's with interesting. That. I just like, I'm, I don't know. I never really thought so critically about the episode and that like there's, there's problematic shit from Sean. That, that, oh, absolutely. That is like, that doesn't hold up in the episode. So like, yeah. that's fine. Like they don't, they don't try to make say, it out to be the right thing to do. Like he is, he's shown yeah. to be wrong, which is good. Correct. But yeah. like, it's, I just, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't think I've ever really considered this episode so, so much to be about like honesty and relationships. Well, yeah, we're, I mean, obviously looking at it with a very critical eye, <laughs> typically do a rewatch. We're not like, oh, what's the lesson I can learn from this yeah. episode? I feel like we have, this is a, a special case, obviously, but. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, and I also like, I don't know how I feel about it. Feel I don't about know how I feel. No, 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 no. It's been, sorry. Uh, I don't know how I feel about when Eli says to Corey, were you honest with her? Yeah. Well, then you don't have anything to be sorry for. Because I would say I agree with that under this, in this. Right, right, right. That's what I'm getting at very specifically. I'm, I support yeah. an honest relationship. That's obviously, yeah. like, I'm not debating that. What I am questioning is by saying that Corey was honest with Topanga when he said, I love you. And that he has nothing to feel sorry, like he has nothing to be sorry for because of that. Mm -hmm. It gives me pause because what that kind of implies is that Topanga is wholly at fault for any, anything wrong. And, and okay. while I don't think that like, she's blameless by saying that you mm -hmm. said, I love you and that was honest. So you have nothing to apologize for. Uh, I, I don't think that's true. I think that okay. in some capacity, it's not fair. Yeah. To Topanga? She is, she is put in an unfair yeah. position and held to unfair expectations because she does not meet that... Corey's emotion. And she does not have to. That's... So... Yeah, that's true. I think... If what I took from it was necessarily if Corey said, so Eli's like, were you honest with her? And Corey said, yes. And he said, so you have nothing to apologize for as far as like, I'm sorry that I feel this way. That's kind of how sure. I like it. Corey doesn't have anything to apologize for when it comes to his feelings necessarily. Like he can't. Sure. I guess I just interpreted that conversation to being to... like apologizing for the failure of the relationship. Oh, yeah, that's definitely not how I took it. But I could see how you mm -hmm. could take it that way. Because I think, I mean, you're like, right. Yeah. Corey shouldn't I mean, apologize it is for how he feels. You're... That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, is kind of how I interpreted it. But I also, I mean, I think that it has, it's it's vague. I mean, it's very vague as to if he means, obviously, apologizing for the way the relationship ending or putting blame on, I guess it's because it's never explicitly said like, well, then it's her fault that it's over. Or like, he never says anything like that, that I, I guess I didn't take it that way, but I could definitely see how it could be taken. Yeah. I guess the That's reason, very interesting. the I reason I think. feel that way, I think is because of how Corey responds to it and that he is okay. in like, he, he presents angrily. He, okay. 
to yeah, yeah. Goes when he goes to Topanga, uh, he presents unapologetically and and yet angrily, and that is kind of why it felt like it was less about. It was like this whole thing of him like saying like I won't apologize for how I feel, except he was yeah. saying it like I won't apologize for how I feel. <laughs> uh, was was kind of the yeah. the, the presentation that, of it. Well, and I feel like he's a little bit allowed to be angry just because she went about things in the wrong way. He can't control if he feels angry. That's that's a kind of a knee jerk. Or like a gut reaction that that I could say is is just. I see it in that moment, but the fact that he <clears throat> breaks into her bedroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a, like, that's a lot. It's it's if if she had broken up with him and he responded with anger then and there, sure, I understand. Yeah, we should break this up. She tries to walk away. Well, wait, talk to me. Like I'm mad about this. You haven't explained anything. I need some understanding. Like, I get that. Yeah. But it's the fact that we are now several hours later and removed from it and he goes and, mm-hmm. and breaks into her bedroom, <laughs> which is yeah. wildly inappropriate and oh, and yeah. presents angrily in this response as opposed to being like, listen, I'm hurt. I'm upset. I would love an explanation from you. Like that would have been the emotionally mature thing to do. They're 14. I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand they're I mean, 14. They're I'm great, holding them yeah. to high expectations here. I in many ways agree with Topanga and being like, we're 14. I don't know what love is. But on the flip side of that, I do know that I uh, I was 14 the first time I told someone I loved them. I was. Really? Yeah, I was a freshman. I was a freshman in Aww. high school uh, the first time I thought I was in love. Uh, was in love? I don't know. I was 14. Maybe I was. Maybe I thought right. I was. And I think that Corey, how he kind of describes love is is fair obviously there's more to it than that but for being 14 it is in it is a somewhat impressive verbalization of how his love feels yeah and how he knows that he feels it one of my first notes was when sean was talking after Corey said i love you after the entire chubby scene they're back at school and sean starts going on about how Corey's like ruined dating and that all girls are now going to expect boys to tell them they love them and i i just wrote down like do young yeah, boys never, really like this never like, is that something that ever that that sort of thing okay that idea had never like entered a circle a social circle of mine and i guess it's just like a it's probably a high schoolish thing well and i don't know it could be just something that is like a almost like a stereotype because you think about now as an adult, that same thing kind of happens when your friends start getting engaged is the, you feel probably like the pressure is on you to propose if you're in a serious relationship. I I could be wrong about that, but there is a John Mulaney bit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's like (laughs) the cow and you're taking your cow or whatever. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I could think about while I was making that note. I was like, well, this kind of translates to being an adult and Mm -hmm. getting engaged, you know, so... But I didn't. I had no idea that this was something that, if in the event, I don't, was actually about it when we were in, you know, middle school, thing, high school. But I can see how adult writers would arrive at that, and that's like the childhood equivalent of all your friends getting engaged. Now that 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 makes yeah. Sense. Also, the entire scene after that with uh, Eli and Feeney, which is very funny. But also, do the teachers not get free coffee in the teachers' yeah, lounge? They have to pay coffee <laughs> all the time. You can't even That's give rough. them free That is real coffee? rough right there. Oh, 
an outrage. Public schools, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you paid. And it's different, like, even, like, a so having a soda machine in the teacher's lunch, whatever. But, like, a coffee pot and just putting fresh coffee in there? Yeah. Come on. The school yeah, can't do that. right there. Just buy oh a big God. thing of Folgers. You don't have to make a good coffee. Following kind of that through line, I think that Jonathan is being very almost a little bit selfish in this next scene when he's talking to Eli about like, think of all the good you could do for these kids and blah, blah, blah. And he talks about how he used to work as a producer. And I'm like, I don't know. Part of me is like, yes, if my, if my best friend had an opportunity to come and work with me, I'd say yes. But at the same time, if their passion was in like filmmaking or journalism and exposing the truth, I'd be like, okay, so go get a job at another network, bigger network. Find someone who's willing to produce the work that you want to put out there. You know, I feel like Jonathan's just like, oh, well, that didn't work. So now you have to come teach with me. Like it, it doesn't feel like he's really trying to get Eli to do the best thing that he could possibly do. For I can Eli. agree with that. I do you think know? they did set up that Eli is going on job interviews that are in his line of work and failing at them. We saw that in the last episode, right? True. True. Yeah. Yeah. He said he's over. So there is that much. But yeah, I just think that Jonathan should be trying to get him to think bigger. And that's just, that was my kind of mindset going into this is I was like, I, you got to think bigger than just like, even if you have to move somewhere, think bigger. If, if they won't, if they don't want your stories, go yeah, find someone who does. Anyway. Oh, I, I forget what episode it was. I feel like it was season two or maybe even season one, but there was a, Maybe it was season one. I don't remember. But anyway, I told you about this scene. Oh, the yeah. And the flowers. I told you about it. And you were like, it's I don't a, remember that. It's, it's a very funny bit. The, it's so the good. Right? When, it's arguably one of Corey my favorite When and Sean bits. are like, in the classroom alone, pretending to be him and Topanga. And they cut to this jock yes. in, the, in the doorway, throwing the flowers on the ground and storming away. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. And all the kids are Love looking in and they're like, oh. it was really funny. It's so good. Well, because especially since no one like says anything, he hands the jock the flowers. Sean hands uh -huh. the, the flowers earlier and he is like, get rid of these. And the jock just kind of like smiles and walks away. And then all of a sudden he's in this doorway and it's like, right. oh, he thought. Right. And then his heart was just broken. And it's, oh, but it, no one says anything. Like even after, um, even after he storms away, Sean just looks at everyone and he's like, go away. Yeah, like, he doesn't yeah, say yeah. like, we're not gay. We're not, you know, we're not together. Like he doesn't like, he doesn't get defensive about it. He's just mm -hmm. like, go away. There's no, I love that here. bit. Very good bit. So I love that bit. Um, also the moment with Corey, when he stands up in the classroom and he's like, let me tell you something about <laughs> a kid from Philly who was honest. I, I love that moment. I just, I just love all the moments in this episode. Sean made another Israel joke. Yeah, somebody, oh my God. What the fuck There's is up so with this like Israel this jokes that Sean keeps? It's got to be like, it must be like a night. I mean, yeah, a very 90s sure. hot sounds... topic. But yeah, they make a lot of them. That's like a big recurring yeah. thing on this show. But yeah, I love that whole classroom scene with Eli and then Corey and it's the whole thing is just that entire like sequence of events that happens in the episode is just priceless. Anyway, <clears throat> I also hate oh, yeah. Eric's girlfriend so much. She's like the worst. Everything is overdone. Her hand gesture. She's like, 
trying to be like a Disney princess. Yeah, it does. But the, it does the part feel just like doesn't she is call for, for the parks. Uh. Right? Her hands are like either like together right in front of her with her elbows like pointed out to the side or they're like wide spread out to the side of her body and everything out of her mouth is just like, <gasps> <gasps> oh God, she's annoying. And I guess she's supposed to be because she's obviously she's not, this doesn't seem like a quality person who is okay with saying I love you to a person mm-hmm. who doesn't even know her last name. So <laughs> I guess it all checks out. I think that's uh Oh, the door in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I flagged that. I saw that. Can't always, can't be the boys' bathroom forever, you know? Topanga's room looks a lot like Corey's and Eric's. I don't know if they used the same set and just redid a couple things, but it looks a lot like Corey and Eric's bedroom. Um, Am I wrong I didn't saying that? I totally notice that, but it's very possible. It's like the window on that uh, right-hand wall with the bookshelf built in next to it, and then the door yeah. on the back wall, and then the bed. Yeah, I guess you're right. It does side. resemble that. Also, why do people in sitcoms have such big bedrooms? Like, where do they get these bedrooms? <laughs> yes, it's true. I mean, I had, a, know? I had a decent-sized bedroom as a child. Um, who whatever. was your MVP? Corey, actually. Wow. Corey was my MVP. And I think the sole reason for that is just because he doesn't back down. Like we see that we see the moment with Eric where he's like, and they didn't even work out and they broke up. So maybe we should just forget about it. And he could back down and just be like, forget I said anything, just erase it. We're going to let's get back to the way things were. And then we'll hit that again when we, you know, when we feel ready for it or whatever, he doesn't back down or apologize for how he feels. He's just like, this is how it is. This is my definition of it. And it, it's uh, it's also not like he says it and doesn't have, he can't back it up. He says it, Topanga's like, you don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is what it means to me. And this is how I feel about you. And he's just very, I just appreciate, this is again a, a moment of Corey being very much like, well, why wouldn't I tell the truth? Of course I'm going to tell the truth. Like it doesn't make sense in his brain to lie about some of these things, which I, which I think in past episodes, I've also given him the MVP slot for this reason, but I just really appreciate where he's coming from. And I appreciate his honesty and his, he doesn't, he yeah. doesn't back down. I'm into that. So. I think, I think you're right. I think in the grand scheme of things, Corey is the MVP of this episode. There's an argument to be made yeah. for Eli, but I think I, that was my second choice. Corey. That was definitely Although my I was also leaning towards Amy for the, wonderful comedic scene she gives us in the kitchen when she suspects Corey of having lost his virginity oh my God. Uh, and breaks the teacup. Yes! Delightful. She breaks the teacup. Comedy gold. Oh my God. Well, she, and she handles it so well. That's the thing is she doesn't like, she's, you can tell she's nervous and she's like, what is he going to say next? But she doesn't lose her mind or like start yelling or screaming at him. She handles it surprisingly well for Yeah, no, for very the funny scene. But yeah, I'm going to join you. Corey's the MVP of this episode. Yeah, surprisingly enough. Things no. that we didn't think that we would uh, say very often. I feel That's like true. I'm saying that more than I thought I would at the beginning of the series. But I'm sure it'll You also have a, a no-show from Alan sure, in this with, episode. Uh, with age. Right? It's two in a row? Yeah. And this is another one, I think... The last episode, we spent some time at the Matthews house, which if Morgan was at a sleepover, it still checks out why she's gone. So 
So like we can we can kind of justify that. This is another one where like she might be just in her room. <laughs> I mean, they clearly just it's it's starting to get harder to justify that just Morgan is not yeah, in. Yeah, I don't any think she's things. in a good portion of the next episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think uh, the right. current Morgan yeah, is I gone know. now, and they haven't hired a new Morgan yet. I'm just I'm trying to justify the continuity, <laughs> and it's yeah, not working. It work, but good try. That's cute. This show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, mm -hmm. semi vote of confidence. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it's I really one. like this episode. I definitely appreciate. I appreciate that we're getting more serious into like Corey and Topanga. I I I I understand that like they used to think she was weird or whatever, but we're now getting into a point where Corey's saying like, "Well, we did grow up together," mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So I don't know. Some of the again, some of the continuity is starting to get a little skewed, but I appreciate the fact that I don't know they're they are shining some light on like, okay, they have more history than just sure. she was the weird girl you. in sixth grade. All right. Good stuff. Well, stay okay. safe folks. Uh, stay it's inside. Okay. It's always, it's a lovely thing to do. Yes. You can take a walk, but keep your distance, wear a mask when you go to the store, all the good stuff that they tell mm -hmm. you to do. Thanks for mm -hmm. listening. Uh, we appreciate mm -hmm. you very much. Still coming back. Uh, we have some exciting things in yeah. the pipeline, maybe. Yes. Correct. Fingers Very exciting. Hopefully, thing this uh, this big <laughs> surprise comes to fruition. Mm -hmm. We shall see. All right. In the well, week. thanks, y'all. Have a good rest of your day. And class dismissed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <that laughs> I'm keeping so that good. in. Bye.